Good morning. It's Monday morning, which means it's time for another Monday morning meditation to lead your week. If you missed last week's, I'd encourage you to, to give it a listen. We talked last week about asking why. Uh, if you know me, it's a question I ask a lot. So I spent uh, a few minutes, about a half hour, explaining why I ask why and why you should too. This week, we're talking about responsibility. And, um, you know, I said the point of lead your week is to lead off with a question you should ask yourself. And there's a lot of things you could ask yourself in terms of responsibility, but the number one question, the one that matters the most, I think is how will I take responsibility? Um, I, I like to think I've asked myself this question before, and I think I have, but I want to talk about, uh, I think a moment, I think a week ago now, maybe a week and a half ago, where I, I absolutely had to ask myself this question again. And th the answer did not come immediately. It did not come quickly. I had to spend some time interrogating myself, thinking through my emotions, my motives, to, to really come up with an answer that would be productive, not just for myself, but for the people I could influence and I could affect. And, and it has to be positive, right? Ideally, the result of your taking responsibility for something in some capacity, that result should be positive for the people you can affect. So uh, my wife, Maggie, is an amazing person. She's an amazing partner, an amazing mother. And one of the things she does really well as my partner and friend is call me out. And so the other day, she, about a week and a half ago, I think, the, she asked me, uh, she said, you know, a lot of the content you put out, not all of it, but a lot of the content you put out comes across negative sometimes. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, you know, I kind of get the message you're telling. I kind of get what you're trying to put across, but it, it just, I don't know, even not knowing you, it kind of seems like if I didn't know you, it would seem pretty negative. Like it seems obvious that you're, you're dealing with stuff that, you know, you're, you're upset about or that you feel bitter about. And I, I just wouldn't want your whole thing, your whole platform to, to be negative all the time. And, you know, I nodded, I said, okay. And if you've never listened to the podcast before, or, or never seen anything that I've put out before, either as part of enabled word or connected with our enabled leader and leaders of influence coaching programs. You may not know I'm former military, so I'm coming off of 13 years active service in the Air Force. Uh, happy I did it, proud to have been able to do it, uh, but now I'm moving on for a variety of reasons. Um, one of which was just, it was time for me to move on from the organization. I'd gotten to a place where uh, I wanted to lead and mentor in a different capacity, and um, the, the military was no longer the right spot for me. It, it, I'm I'm not I'm not here to downplay the military's value. I'm not here to downplay any of the people I worked with. It was simply time for me to move on. But I I have since you know in the last few months at least been more open about my own frustrations with life on active duty. I have many friends who share some of those frustrations. Um, if, 
you you could probably hear my dog, my one dog in the background. Let me make an adjustment here. All right, where was I? Sorry, that adjustment took me a minute. Frustrations. So I had frustrations. Some of my friends and coworkers had frustrations. And so I would write about them, wrote about them, shared about them, and tried to, best I could, use those frustrations, those frustrating moments, those situations where my commander and I butted heads, my coworkers and I butted heads, where I thought the organization wasn't living up to its standard or, or whatnot. I, I tried to use those situations as inspiration to teach and to learn, right? So not just to tell others, to suggest to others what's right or what we should do instead, but for me, for my own edification to figure out wh where do I need to be better? Where do I need to better anticipate other people's needs where do I need to better anticipate what an organization is going to expect, right? The Air Force is 330 some odd thousand people, plus plenty more in the reserve. Like it's such a big organization. You can't expect perfection out of anything, let alone such a huge machine, right? It's a, it's a big company for the lack of a better word. And it takes a lot to keep that machine going. Certainly in the mission of national defense, there are things that matter. There are things we need to maintain, our, our readiness to defend the country, uh, which means, yeah, our personnel policies may or may not be well-refined or perfect, um, you know, but there's other things that we're worried about, that we're thinking about. So all that put together, I would express my frustration. Um, I would try to, I want to try to message it in a way and package it in a way that is helpful for the future. But ultimately, my wife's right. Maggie's right a lot of my content is or seems negative probably. And, and, and the content is at least related to my own experience from a, a transitioning military member's perspective. Um, I, I won't say it's fed from bitterness. I, I really don't think that's the case and I really don't feel bitter, but it is simply my attempt at reconciling what I've learned and experienced with what the experience should be and what I think the folks who come before me or come after me rather um, should be ready for. And, and that's a very fine balance, right? Because I don't want to, there's negatives, no matter what line of work we choose, no matter what life we choose. Joining the military is a, is a particularly, it can be very rewarding. And it was in my case, it was rewarding. I definitely do not regret it, but it was also an incredible challenge um, and it, and it was a very difficult life to live. And so I don't necessarily want to go to new recruits and be like, Hey, your, your next few years is going to suck because of how bad it is, because it's not going to just suck period dot. It's not going to be an across the board, terrible experience. There are plenty of good things and great opportunities that my family and I, uh, had as a result of the air force experience and the military gives thousands upon thousands of us great opportunities, as well as it does challenge us in all sorts of ways. So what is all this coming to? After she asked me that question, I, I thought about it and I realized 
what's the point of all this then? What's the purpose of it? And as much as I told myself, I'm writing and I'm sharing my experience to try to make the experience better for the next generation and to try to better inform them. Am I packaging it that way? Have I actually taken responsibility for, for how I react to my experience? And then by extension, how I package it and present it to the world so that it's properly balanced. Which leads me to my question for the week, this week. How will I take responsibility? How will you take responsibility? In my case, I look back at what I've written, what I'm in the process of writing. And while I think the lessons are all valid, I have to be honest with myself and say that the purpose of expressing these ideas, the purpose of undertaking this effort, the purpose of building the coaching programs that we have built as part of the Enabled Word family, all of that work is not a function of how upset I am at something, how frustrated I am at something, how much I wish my experience looked different or felt different. The experience was what it was. So the number one thing I can do to take responsibility is to, is to respond naturally. But before I express my response, before I go straight out with my emotional reaction, what can I provide that is of value out of that reaction, right? So you know, now, now I'm now I'm in my last period of leave. I'm not going back to the unit, so it's this is kind of a moot point. But but it will easily apply to my next uh, professional endeavor and even personal endeavors, right? So if I come home from work super frustrated with something the boss, the commander said, the wrong answer is to go right onto social media or to write an article. And to remove all the names, of course, but then to say, if you get into a conversation like this with your boss, here's what not to do, or here's what to do, or here's what they shouldn't have said. And I, I don't know that I've gone necessarily that high order. I hope not. I don't think I have. But just to paint the example and to use kind of extreme terms, that's, that's something that's not taking responsibility, I don't think. That is simply using the public to vent um, which is a terrible idea. The right answer is react emotionally to it. Let, let that thing happen because it's going to happen, but then compartment it appropriately in your mind, right? So I come home frustrated. The boss and I had a tough conversation. He didn't agree with the decision I made, or I didn't agree with the decision he made. Okay. I'm all pissed off. I'm frustrated. I'm angry about it, whatever. I come home vent to Maggie, maybe vent to your significant other vent to vent to the dog, you know, and after that few minutes goes by and they've glazed over. Okay. Yep. I, okay. Got it. Get past this. What actually matters? The conversation itself probably doesn't matter. Does the decision matter? What did you disagree about? Why are you upset? Why did you react the way you did and not in a different way? What's the lesson in that? Then after that, it's probably worth taking a couple of days to think about it. So in my case, coming off of the military experience where I am frustrated, where I am upset, 
just spending all of my time writing about how terrible of a place the military is doesn't do anyone any good. For one, it's not true. It's not. But point number two, it, it does not provide a full picture. And all it does is simply, all it does is maybe provide temporary emotional release, but it provides no value. Even if there's other people out there that are like, yep, that's right. You, yeah, it does suck. Uh-huh. That's not really valuable to them either because those folks that might just be jumping on the bandwagon aren't growing. They're not necessarily learning anything. It, it just becomes clickbaity almost. And that shouldn't be the goal. The goal should be to better inform the next generation, whoever's coming behind us so that they do better. Right? What did I learn about what I should have done? That's what I need to talk to you about. That's what I need to write about. That's what I need to make a video about. That's what I need to share in the next podcast episode. That's what I need you to get. I don't care if you know that I was angry or upset or frustrated. Because frankly, there's no way to know if you'd be. Right? Each one of us reacts differently to situations. And even though and I've seen this happen plenty of times. Those of you who know me know this is true. You and I may walk out of a meeting that was equally frustrating for the both of us. But it's obvious that I'm pissed. Just obvious, right? I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Whereas you, the mature one of the two of us, you're controlling your emotions, right? You, you're, you're properly detached and you say, well, that was dumb. We're going to have to figure our way through that one. Something to that effect, right? In the meantime, I'm just fuming and silent. Now, I'd like to think I've learned over time how to do that less, how to be less of that guy. But I still fall into that trap. The truth is I still fall into that trap. But I'm not in a position in that moment to teach anyone anything or to share anything with anyone. After a few minutes, once I've made it to that next step where I can say, okay, that was not a good moment. What I should be highlighting, yeah, why wasn't that moment a good moment? But in particular, what did I do to make that moment uh, not good? What did I not do? What did I fail to do to make something happen? That's what I should be sharing. Right? What are the lessons I learned about this experience that if I had known them when I first started would have made the experience better? Not necessarily for me, but for the people who trusted me, for the people I was asked to lead, what would have made their experience better working for me, working with me? That's what I should be sharing. That's what I should be focused on. And to be perfectly honest, that's what I intend to focus on from here on out. How will I take responsibility? Military members sacrifice a lot. And I will be the first to admit that their family members sacrifice just as much, if not more. Right? When, when we deploy, as a, as a missileer, I deployed to the middle of the United States. Pretty safe, 80 feet below ground, doing an important job. It was an important mission, 
but it is a different working environment than Afghanistan, Iraq, uh, any of the deployed locations that we're in now. It's a different world. But in either case, when the individual deploys, right, you're kind of, you're, you're neck deep in the job, you're focused on stuff. And oftentimes it can, it can be fun to be doing the job. And I'm not trying to glorify combat. I'm certainly not trying to glorify the suffering that happens in combat. But when we are together with our brothers and sisters in the unit, it can be a lot of fun. It's a very strong bonding experience. But while we're out there doing the job, our families are still at home doing their jobs and taking care of the household, taking care of children, if there are children involved, taking care of the pets and the cars and all the things that can go wrong at home. So our families sacrifice even more than our service members do. So our, our, our million plus service members across all the branches are guardians of the American experience. They take an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, and they are really, in many cases, putting their lives on the line daily to support and defend this democratic experiment. So as a service member who is hanging up my own uniform, joining the ranks of the civilian world, the regular world, how will I take responsibility? I think the number one thing for me that I need to focus on, that I should focus on is I now must be a guardian for them. So we ask our service members, we ask of them a lot. And in some cases they give all to include their own lives as guardians of the American experience and of Americans abroad. The most I can do, or really the least I can do now, is serve as a guardian of theirs at home. To be a guardian isn't necessarily to, to simply be flowery and to always be flattering. It's also to push where you need to push and to ask the right questions. So for me, this is me calling myself out and making a promise to all of you. How will I take responsibility this week? For me, it's going to be how can I share and message and work in such a way that not only honors the sacrifice of every service member who has given some or all in service to the nation, but how can I honor them in a way that serves to guard their experience after their time in uniform is up? The transition experience has been tough for me. It is tough for the thousands of service members who leave, who hang up the uniform and, and hope to join the civilian world. We don't have it right. The military transition program does not have it right. And if I were to take responsibility, I would not spend my time complaining about it. I would spend my time working to fix it. And that's what I intend to do. How will you take responsibility this week? Doesn't matter where you work doesn't matter the industry, doesn't matter how old you are. Leadership is not based on a job description. It's not based on how long you've been doing the job, whatever it is. It's based on one thing, your desire to serve others, to invest in others, to be better than you were yesterday. How will you take responsibility this week? I'm asking myself that question today 
and every day, at least this week, but definitely beyond that, how will I take responsibility? Take responsibility. Stay safe today. Have a great week. Catch our next episode coming out Thursday afternoon. In the meantime, take a breath of fresh air, hug a loved one, stay safe, and lead well.